0: Welcome, everyone, to the In-House Roundhouse. I'm your host, Mark Enriquez, with Womble Bond Dickinson. We are here at Sakma recording some shows about the chemical industry. We've got Ben Sawicki, the marketing and sales specialist at The Chemical Company, joining us to talk about some of the trends that we're seeing in terms of those supply chains. Ben, thank you for joining us today.
1: Yeah, thank you, Mark. Appreciate it.
0: Can you tell us a little bit about what The Chemical Company does?
1: Yeah, so the chemical company, we're a, uh, we're a bulk chemical distribution company uh, headquartered out of Jamestown, Rhode Island. We're family founded and still owned by, by the same family since 1988. Uh, so our headquarters remain up in Jamestown. We're very much a, a global chemical company. Um, we have sales offices throughout North America, Mexico, uh, Europe. We have two full time sourcing agents out in Nanjing, China in a sourcing capacity. So it gives us some great insight and uh, boots on the ground there to talk to some of our suppliers and supply partners there. primarily industrial commodity chemicals. Uh, Historically, things like plasticizers have been our our biggest product line. We also do various acids, alcohols, oxo-alcohols, agrochemicals, getting a bit more into the food space now. Historically, big bulk quantities, rail cars, tank trucks, things like that. We've had an expanding LTL and and package business and totes and drums and things like that here recently, which has been exciting. Um, But no, it's great to to be here, great to be at the show, and and appreciate you taking some time for us. Absolutely.
0: Um, We were chatting a little bit earlier about, everyone's talking about you. Ukraine and the impact that that may have, and which is on top of all the COVID stuff we've been experienced for two years. Um, I'm curious what your perspective is as a distributor in terms of what you're seeing, you know, specifically from your current in Europe and, and more broadly about where we are right now in terms of supply and pricing.
1: Yeah, we're, we're still trying to figure all that out, I think. Um, we're hearing a lot of things. It's actually a good timing, I think, for this show because everyone's dealing with very similar issues and concerns with what might happen in terms of raw material availability and pricing. Um, you know, Obviously, first and foremost, it's certainly a, a terrible humanitarian crisis, and hopefully it's something that's resolved peacefully and quickly. But it's certainly going to play a, a big impact on energies, uh, crude oil, natural gas coming out of Russia, coming out of Europe even if your products aren't directly produced in Europe, you obviously, I'm I'm assuming, have some sort of reliance on a European supply chain, even if it's just what's happening with the European markets as a competitive landscape for the U.S.-produced products. So we're certainly starting to see things shake out, starting to hear about some potential concerns on supply and a lot of various products. Um, TCC being very early on in the supply chain, we sell things that are really directly derived from crude oil and natural gas. So we're seeing direct impacts of what Uh, limitations or price increases on crude and natural gas might bring versus some companies who might be listening that may be four or five steps removed that may not have a clear picture of how it's going to impact things but certainly something to keep a close eye on obviously we saw crude i think above a dollar uh 110 per barrel today so that's that's jumped up here pretty big so like we were just talking about earlier great time to stay in touch with your supply chain folks your producing partners understand the supply chains understand how this may impact things whether that's just prices going up whether that's maybe availability being cut off or if we start seeing some producers have to announce fms and things like that because they just can't get crude or natural gas or propylene whatever the case might be so great time to stay real close to your your supply partners
0: yeah, I think that's great advice. What are you seeing in terms of inventories? Are people keeping more, you know, keeping less, hoping things are settling down? What, what's the what's the strategy that you're using at TCC and you're seeing your customers use?
1: Yeah, it's, it's funny you say that. So I've been with TCC about five years now. And at that time, there were still some remnants of what once was just-in-time delivery. So companies that wanted to run pretty lean, get material on the day they needed it, expect it there. Things like the trucking shortage happened, you know, things like logistics breaking down, ocean vessels being delayed, obviously COVID coming on really kind of was the end of of just in time deliveries with um, how how bad of uh, impact that's made on the supply chain. it's a great time to recommend, you know, having inventory on the floor, not even just commitments from producing partners, but have, you know, fill your tanks, have some totes on the floor for emergency inventory. Again, stay close to your supply chain partners. It's it's a great time to be a bit more qualitative versus quantitative. It, it may not make financial sense or it may not be something historically a company's done is having so much raw material on the floor. But if your options are having the raw material or shutting the plant down, I can almost guarantee, you know, paying a couple extra pennies for some inventory and some storage costs are, are well worth it. So great time to to build up on inventories. I think with what's happening with Ukraine, it's almost certain that prices are going to continue to escalate. So um, not a bad time to to be bolstering your, your inventories.
0: That's good advice. I know if you're listening to this podcast and you're in the chemical industry, you also probably want to listen to Ben's podcast. Do you want to tell us a little bit about, about what you do there? I've been impressed uh, listening to your episode.
1: Yeah, I appreciate that. So the chemical company, we've done an email newsletter for a long time called The View from Jamestown, obviously being from Jamestown, Rhode Island. It um, started off as kind of a basic sort of crude you know word document that just had some thoughts from our company ownership, and it's slowly kind of been built out into a much larger newsletter. Um, we took that and about four years ago built out our own podcast, We just call it the view from Jamestown podcast edition. So we talk monthly with myself, our TCC president, Rob Roach, um, our Latin American operations manager, one of our vice presidents of sales, our inside sales manager. And it's, it's really just us having a conversation. We, we learn a lot from each other, having the podcast and we've had some good feedback on, uh. You know, from customers and suppliers that have listened to it. So talking about, you know, price updates and trends, what's going on with things like Ukraine and our two cents on that, um, the situation with China, uh, shipping situations, we'll have our sister logistics company on every couple episodes to talk about their two cents on freight and whatnot. So it's, it's been a lot of fun to do. And I think hopefully been a great resource. You know, a lot of times customers will call us with questions. And we'll just kind of say, you know, if you listen to the podcast, you'd have these <laughs> answers, you know, four or five months ago, it's, it's things we've been talking about for a while. So no, it's been a lot of fun. It's 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 been a great way to connect with the industry. We've had some great um, producing partners on, some great industry organizations talking about things that are happening in the industry with regulatory trends and whatnot, as well as our, our frequent monthly episodes. Um, so you can find that on the website, any of our social media channels, YouTube, LinkedIn, we've got both the audio and the video version. So it's it's been, it's been a lot of fun. I think the, the podcasts are kind of the new blogs and websites. It's something that I think everyone's going to do and people will figure out how to do well. Um, so it's, it's been a good time.
0: That's great. Now, congratulations on it. I think it's great great product. Last question I wanted to ask is around sustainability. I know that's an area where TCC's been devoting more attention and we've been hearing more about it here at, at SOCMA from a number of folks. Do you want to tell our listeners a little bit about what you're doing in that area?
1: Yeah, sustainability has been uh, an interesting topic the last couple of years. I think for some people it's sort of become this buzzword that, you know, you're, you're sort of expected to be sustainable and have sustainability programs. And uh, maybe some people's obviously it's important, but I think it's it's been so thrown at everybody that sometimes people eyes make, goes over a little bit and it's kind of just this marketing tactic and whatnot but there are companies making legitimate efforts and changes and policies in place to grow their sustainability programs Um, tcc obviously being you know relatively non-asset based we don't own plants and trucks and whatnot so a lot of it boils down to relying on our suppliers and working with our suppliers to see what they're doing how we can better help their initiatives and promote their initiatives whether it's things they're doing to improve their plant processes or new products that are being produced from sustainable raw materials that we can help promote um it's it's been interesting we've we've been lucky to have a, a great regulatory and legal team internally that's been helping with a lot of the sustainability stuff we actually just did a podcast episode about a month or two ago with them to talk about what our policies are and what we're working on you know we're glad to be EcoVadis silver Medal certified so we just got that this year which is a i think a great show of our efforts towards sustainability um sure so yeah it's, it's it's something that's very important you know there's there's some lofty goals out there with being carbon neutral and using 100 percent raw materials by certain dates and whatnot a lot of companies are putting it out there we hear about it more and more um i think it'll be a little bit till we figure out what our realistic goals and what true sustainability looks like and you know using more of these green chemicals and things like that it's still a very new thing you know some of these bio-based materials or renewable based materials It's it's been an interesting topic but something we're going to hear more and more about it's a great time i think to at least have a conversation internally with what sustainability looks like you know, One thing we've talked a lot about is having data-driven sustainability. Processes, so it's not just a buzzword. It's not just something we put in our emails. You know, we want to have data proving what our goals are, what we've been able to accomplish, whether that's TCC internally or working with our suppliers on some of their quantitative goals. So it's it's certainly something that's here to stay. Uh, it's it's important, not just as a marketing tactic or something you can put on your email or your website, but to make a real you know difference in the world. You know that the chemical industry is very much, I think, the leader of sustainable initiatives. It's it's kind of up to us to come up with these sustainable chemistries and things that are going to make a big difference. For years and decades to come as well as obviously on the marketing side you know we, we do a lot with plastics and things like that and pvc and proving that you know plastics and pvc are such a core part of the world and everything you do from you know you're in the hospital to food packaging to all these different things it's it's easy to say oh plastics are bad but you look around <laughs> and you realize how much how much plastic is around you right but obviously there's a recycling concern and there's plastic in the ocean and whatnot. So how do you, you know, how do you mitigate some of that stuff? And there's a lot of really, really exciting things going on with, with the chemical industry and, and some things that have been shown at these conferences. So it's, it's an exciting time. It's uh, th- there's a lot of cool things going on or really lofty goals and things that companies are putting in place, but yeah, a lot, a lot going on there. It's, it's, it's been interesting the last few years here.
0: Great. Great. Well, I appreciate the chemical company's commitment there, and uh, I think it is exciting uh, to hear, and I commend you for, for your silver certification, too. That's great. Yeah, thank um, you, Mark. And well done. All right. Well, thanks, everyone. I appreciate it, Ben, taking some time to talk to me. This has been the In-House Roundhouse. Remember to subscribe at WombleBondDickinson.com. We will see you at the next station.